Welcome everyone to the Inquire, Inspire, Innovate podcast, also known as the Three Eyes. We're your hosts, Justin Clark. And I'm Marin Jubis, and we're teachers at the Holidays for Area School District. The Three Eyes podcast shares instructional strategies and tips and tricks for teachers transitioning to a digital classroom. Hope you enjoy. Welcome everyone to a special edition of the Three Eyes podcast. We're sitting here in the AV room at Frankstown Elementary with our school librarian, Derek Trimmer. What's going on, Derek? Hey, how's it going? So we're really excited to have Derek on the show today to talk to us about all things STEM. So Derek, welcome. Just to get us started, please tell us a little bit about yourself and your journey in education so far. Okay, well, I started off uh, teaching here at the Hollidaysburg Area School District in the high school. I was an English teacher for about six years. And then a position opened up in the elementary schools to be a librarian, and I jumped on it, and I, I got that position, and I've been doing it for nine years now, which is a lot longer than I thought it was. So, Man, uh, that is a long time. That's awesome. It feels like it's just been a couple years. So the main reason why we want to interview Derek was not only is he a very talented, creative person, but he also is leading the charge at Frankstown with our STEM program. So Derek, what exactly is STEM? How were we able to make STEM possible in our school district? So STEM is the integration of science, technology, engineering, and math, uh, kind of in the teaching of everything at school. It's, it's, it's finding ways to encourage inquiry in your classes. It's finding ways to do hands-on activities, to have kids learn by doing, to, uh, to give kids the opportunity to uh, find problems and then find their own solutions to those problems as well. Um, we here at, at the Holidaysburg Area School District in general were able to uh, start working on STEM programs as a result of getting a, a really generous grant from our, uh, our school district's foundation, the HASD Foundation. Um, they gave us enough money to kind of jumpstart a really, really cool program. We have uh, an all-new STEM innovation lab here at Frankstown. All the elementary schools have that as well. Wow, that's really cool. It is, looking around, very cool. So Derek, are there any common misconceptions about STEM? How do we get teachers to invest in this? Well, I, I think there's one big common misconception, and I feel like to some degree, uh, STEM and the, the soft skills that kind of get um, learned as a result of working on STEM projects, it to some degrees take a backseat to the daily routine of like what it takes to function in a school, the, the reading, writing, and arithmetic uh, of being, in, uh, being a student in school. And uh, in today's world, uh, industry leaders are looking not just for that reading, writing, and math skills, but also for the soft skills of being able to collaborate and cooperate, think critically and problem solve, all of which are things that really the STEM lab can focus on in addition to the traditional uh, subjects taught at schools. Yeah, that's really cool, actually. And it sounds like STEM, there's a lot of cool features and a lot of cool things that kids can do, but how do you know that STEM is successful? What does a successful STEM program look like? Well, you, you know what's funny is that Sometimes a successful STEM program results in a student failing to succeed in a task. Sometimes um, the ability to be successful is to make the mistake and take that mistake through it to the point where you realize, hey, this isn't right, I've got to go back and start over again. Uh, and that kind of brings us to like understanding the engineering design process of like evaluating a problem, checking your resources, brainstorming ideas to, uh, to or brainstorming solutions, and then um, building a prototype and testing it. And it's just kind of teaching that is more the idea behind STEM, uh, that mindset, than it is any one specific um, like outcome that you're looking for. That's really cool. Yeah, exactly. So Derek, how is the STEM lab going to be organized? Well, we've got uh, materials in the STEM lab from students all the way from K to six. 
um, lots of different uh, products and materials and lesson plans. So it's a lot to get organized. We have a Google Pages uh, website that keeps track of the lesson plans, uh, professional development opportunities, a calendar, uh, sign out opportunities, uh, ways for students to come in outside of classes. So most of it's driven by this website. But uh, the materials themselves are kind of, it takes a lot to store all of our STEM materials. So the materials themselves are stored, uh, organized in a closet and also kind of around the room in ways that kind of keep kids from intermixing uh, different materials together. Well, that's really cool. And I know that you put forth a lot of time to get those things organized. So a lot of credit goes yes. your way for sure. Now, I know you mentioned earlier that you can incorporate STEM into all subject areas. But can you elaborate a little bit more on that? What does that look like if I was to, as an ELA teacher, want something STEM related or, you know, a math teacher STEM related? How does that look exactly? Yes, yeah, so let's jump into the ELA thing first. So here we're in the green, we're in the, uh, the AV room. So we've got a green screen. We've got, uh, we've got a couple different types of cameras. We've got a Mevo camera. We've got a GoPro camera. And so um, if you're reading um, a short story from your literature book and you want your students to maybe summarize the story, maybe rather than have them write it out, maybe they make a video, maybe they uh, make a green screen video where they're giving kind of a news report of what happened in that story. Um, we also have um, other materials that you can use. We have video game design uh, software and video game design tools where students could actually build that character uh, into a video game and then you could play through the story that you just read. Yeah, very cool. Very cool to do it across subject areas. So Derek, just thinking about Frankstown in general, how would you recommend a teacher getting started with a STEM activity? You know, that's a really good question because it can be very, very intimidating. All the moving parts, all the noise, all of the um, all the action that happens with a STEM activity can be very, very disconcerting to a teacher and like very, very hard to understand if you're if it's being successful or not. So I would suggest um, the teachers uh, come observe other teachers doing it. Um, the library, when you drop your, your kids off to the library for, uh, for a lesson and I'm doing a STEM lesson, pop in for five minutes, see what I'm doing, look at the materials. Um, a lot of the time, the, the lesson plans are so well thought out and so organized uh, that uh, the lesson really, really kind of takes over and, and does it itself for you. Wow, so a ton of awesome things and exciting things happening here at Frankstown. Well, Derek, thank you again for being so willing to uh, you know, be interviewed and tell us a little bit about STEM today. Yeah, Sounds like a lot of cool things us. are happening. Yeah, thanks for having me, guys. That was pretty cool. All right, and everybody on the podcast, we will see you next time.